Hello and welcome to the only podcast that's all about Fort Meade, our community, and life in the military. I'm your host, Joe Nieves. And I'm your co-host, Sherry Kuyper, and you're listening to Fort Meade Declassified. Joe, I see you got your Dunkins. Of course. Always. I made my coffee here and it tastes horrible. <laughs> and I think it's our coffee machine because I use the same exact coffee at home. Yeah. And it tastes fine. So I'm very confused. I think it's this coffee machine that we probably haven't cleaned out in like 100 years. Mm. And it's had all sorts of coffees run through it. <laughs> I think I'm getting the residual <laughs> oh, taste. Oh, no. You know, it's got so, calcium deposits in it or something. <laughs> probably, it's probably why I haven't been sick in a year because I drink out of that thing. Maybe I shouldn't complain and just drink my coffee. I think that's a pro- about as close to army life as most civilians will get is really crappy coffee from a machine that hasn't been cleaned in, you know, four rotations. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> four rotations. I don't think that thing's been cleaned in six years. <laughs> Because that's how long I've been here. I don't think I've seen anyone clean it. Yeah, it sounds about right. And it's it's a Keurig, so, you know, those things get Oh, yeah, you definitely got to clean those. I think there's something called descaling we're yes. supposed to do. Yes, the descaling. I think I'm drinking all the scales right now, so... <laughs> So you're probably better off with your Dunkin'. Oh, yeah. I'm super hyper. It's a, um, it's a ritual, right? Like, yeah. You know, yeah, I totally. Even, like, I, it's a ritual for me. Like, every day I have to come to the office, because some of us are still working, you know, telework. Right. We're working from home. Yeah. So every day that I come to the office, I stop at Dunkin' on my way. It's it's, it's, a, it's like my a car thing. just goes there. Like, today right. I really had to argue with my car. Like, no. <laughs> I went through Dunkin' yesterday, and it took me 20 minutes to get through the line. Why is my GPS telling me to go I left? Know. And I so don't my understand. car just magically tries to go over there. And I was like, no, <laughs> I must drink the scaly, yeah. dirty <laughs> coffee. <laughs> we definitely descaled our Keurig at home a few times. <laughs> it tells us to. So it's like, it's one yeah. of those things where even if we forgot, the machine's like, no, no, I got yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> no, our machine's like, drink it. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh yes. We're, we're recording uh, pre-food today so you guys are getting the fresh out of bed starting the day drinking the coffee yeah versions of joe and sherry the morning dew version (laughs) you know yeah everything's still everything's still i just woke up outside so we're all kind of like we're here yeah we're we're here here. we're here uh the dog goes napping though gem's out cold when gem's not working gem's catching yeah if anybody embodied military that's life that's what i was just gonna say it's gem sleeping when you can <laughs> get it in when you can yeah, that's yep. right I mean, she, she's she's got that down pat for sure yeah oh man so yeah so weather's getting nice yes. i mean it's a little cooler these past few days yeah. but i like that it's yeah. not too terrible out not too hot um and uh you know big events coming up this yes. summer yes i'm excited too yeah you know what i'm excited about which one Red, white, and blue. Ooh, yes. So as of right now, as of this recording of this podcast, which is happening, with, just so we can tell everybody, it's happening on the 26th of May. Mm-hmm. As of right now, it's still, it's on for the full-scale event, pre-COVID event. Which I'm excited for. So we're talking vendors, food trucks, Maybe a beer tent. I may have heard that. Not sure. Don't quote me on it, folks. Um, if you needed another reason to show up. Yeah. There is going There is going to be um, lots of great stuff there. And then, of course, our legendary fireworks. Yes. All out in the parade field July 1st. Yeah. Um, but the reason I stress 
that that is as of right this moment is what's the colonel's favorite phrase about covid we might be done with covid but covid's not done with us get a golden star today yeah. joe and that's exactly right and yeah. there's um a lot of numbers popping up again if you're reading the newspapers you're seeing like schools are thinking about masks again mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and all of that good stuff so there is always the chance that that we have to scale back in some way yeah um, i think there'll definitely be fireworks no matter what happens but right yeah. now everybody's hopeful and wanting very much wanting to do yeah. the full-scale event which uh would be great i mean there's yeah. brides out there for kids i mean all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's a really awesome like family event. There's musicians, there's uh, DJs, you know. So yeah, it's really cool. And for folks who are just coming here, um, you know, we're just in the height of our PCS season right now. Mm-hmm. It's a really really cool event for great our new kind of our thing. new community members yeah. to to come onto the post and see some of the cool stuff yep. we have to offer. And so, honestly, honestly, like the like the uh, Colonel says, you know, we've all worked really hard to keep COVID. To a minimum on the installation, we've we've all done our parts. We've yeah. all worn our masks. We've all socially distanced. We've all got our vaccinations when we were when we were you know told to, and we deserve this. You know, we deserve a night out. <laughs> Mother Nature's going to tell us we don't deserve anything, Joe. <laughs> Mother Nature's going to be like, eh. here's I'm, a little eh. sprinkle. You know, yeah, yeah. Ho- look, knock it on wood. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Hopefully this year it's bright and shiny, uh, uh, a cool 75 degrees outside for everybody to enjoy the nice, cool weather, you know? That would be lovely. I, I'm, I'm calling it now. It's going to be 75 and sunny, and, it, and we're all going to have a great time, and everybody's going to be safe, and we're going to have fun. I, I will. Here, here. I second that. <laughs> but the reality is that... <laughs> COVID is still very much a thing. And as we're sitting yeah. here and, and laughing and joking, we really need that reminder. Yeah. So that's why uh, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Devin Wiles from Public Health Command is here today. Um, we are going to be talking about the landscape of COVID today. Get those reminders on those mitigation members and take a look at what those weird numbers mean now. Because, mm-hmm. you know, certain things are higher, but other things are lower and what that means for us. So Lieutenant Colonel Wiles, thanks for joining us today. Uh, well, thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. Yes, and we're and we're talking about COVID and what. Let's start off by what does the COVID landscape look like today? Well, obviously, uh, we are in uh, much worse shape than we were just three or four months ago. Hospitalizations continue to rise. Uh, COVID cases are rising very rapidly. The state has gone from. I believe about a 1.8% posit- test positivity rate. This is statewide, Maryland. Uh, we are now at about 8.81%. Oh, wow. So we have gone up uh, significantly, both statewide and, and regionally. We are still, when we were at 1.8, we were the lowest of all the 50 states right. regarding testing rate. We're still among the lowest, but uh, not not quite now. It's kind of a scary thought if you think about it. We've jumped up so much, and we're still kind of the lowest. Yeah. Still That's, in the still in the bottom ten percent. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, we, people aren't really talking about it as much. You know, there's lots of things happening, but. You know, right. that's why the colonel's always reminding us. Yes. You know, COVID yes. is still here. Well, right. it's, it's fatigue. It's yes. fatigue. Certainly, among yes. my my peers uh, in the medical community, there's 
the fatigue is horrible. Um, people are, are leaving yeah. the profession uh, yeah. Yeah. To, to a great extent, um, nurses especially, because right. they were very much the first line. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so we are seeing increased cases. The cases, we're seeing a lot less fatality, and that is a uh, function both of the amount of vaccinations and that the, you know, the vaccines are very good against pre- protecting against that sort of severe, potentially fatal disease, and the fact that we are seeing less fatal variants yeah. uh, as well. So that that works in our favor, but as far yeah. as just overall infection, it is definitely getting worse. Yeah. So, and, and like you said, so the numbers are rising, but we're staying at HPCon Bravo. Can you let people know why? Uh, well, there have been some changes in how the uh, DOD... And the DHA, that's the Defense Health Agency, mm-hmm. are doing the HPCon levels. Mm-hmm. Right now, uh, we have moved our data analysis to be much, much closer, virtually identical to the CDC's uh, method of analysis. And what that means is we are staying in HPCon Bravo until we have both 200 cases per 100,000 per seven days. Uh, I know that <laughs> ma- math. Right? You're like yeah. watching my gears uh, turn here. Exactly. So we we have reached that. We are actually above 280 uh, oh, wow. cases per hundred thousand, on average, over seven days in in our overall region. All five counties that yeah. comprise the Fort Meade region. You combine that with a hospital admission rate uh, for COVID of greater than 10 per hundred thousand. We are in the nine-ish range overall okay. in here. So as long as we stay where we are regarding the hospitalizations, then we will stay at, at HBCon Bravo. Once we break that 10 case limit on average over seven days, we will then per regulation now go to HBCon Charlie. Wow. So I feel with that, we have to remind people, mm-hmm. what are the best things that we can do to stay healthy and keep the spread of COVID at a minimum? Well, as always, uh, social distancing. Um, That's what we talk about all the time. Even though as time has progressed, the distance that we're asking for has decreased a bit as well. And that's just because we've we've gotten more experience with with the situation. Masks are also very, very helpful. Unfortunately, there's no, at least from my perspective, unfortunately, there's no current requirement for mask wearing indoors. Right, yeah. If and when we go to HBCon Charlie, then all federal facilities will be required to wear masks indoors. So I think with that, what I would say is you're not required, but it doesn't mean you can't. It's highly suggested. And so consider where you're going. Mm -hmm. Um, I still mask a lot at grocery stores, especially because for some reason when I shop, it seems like the older population's also shopping with Mm -hmm. me. We must have the same habits. If you're going to those big events or big, you know, indoor events, you know, wear a mask or at least practice your social distancing, be aware of your surroundings and who you're around and and hand sanitizer and that kind of stuff. Is that still as effective as we thought it was originally? It is still every bit as effective. And I I, I also remind people that as we start out, when this started, that we recommended surgical masks. We still recommend the paper surgical masks, Mm -hmm. nothing with vents on them, nothing like that. But those essentially protect people from you. 
right? They're catching stuff coming right. out of your mouth and nose and preventing it from going any further. It's not really providing it, – it does to a degree, but it's not providing a high level of protection mm-hmm. for you from other people. Now, the more right. advanced masks, the N95 masks, they do provide uh, some additional protection. And people – I see people wearing those all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, the issue with those is, of course, is they have to be professionally fitted. And there's a mm-hmm. whole process to being able to – that we go through at the hospital mm-hmm. um, to make sure you're wearing it correctly, make sure it's the right size, mm-hmm. make sure it's the right design, et yeah. cetera. So they're not going to be as effective if – those advanced masks if mm-hmm. you haven't gone through that process. But they still provide right. protection. Yeah. All right. So I'm they not can, telling they people. They contain the stuff coming out of your exactly. face. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. not telling people to stop wearing those under any circumstances. In fact, they're probably, I mean, they are more protective. Yeah. But they're going to be more expensive. And like I said, they, they don't provide, if people look at the studies, and this gets brought up to me all the time. The studies were done on people who were wearing the advanced masks, like the N95, mm-hmm. yeah. who were appropriately and professionally fitted. Right. Okay, there they there are no studies on people who just there will be yeah, yeah. Of course, oh yeah. yeah coming on very soon <laughs> sure. I'm oh, sure yeah. but as of right now we don't really have any good studies on people who just grab a mask at a store and throw it on yeah um, but it will be at least as good as the surgical masks yeah. okay. if if you're interested in wearing one of those and unlike the beginning of the pandemic you can actually find these things a- now absolutely yeah. and I find yeah. at my grocery store they have a bin you can get like a 10 pack for three bucks mm-hmm. and, and carry them yeah. around right. and, and throw them in your car yeah. and and again you know there's no requirement to wear them but consider where you're going consider yeah. what you're doing and, and maybe yeah. throw one on and I would remark that all medical facilities Right. Um, still require masks. Yep. And, you know, the official mask is the surgical mask, right? right? Because, again, we're looking, if you're coming in infected, we're protecting people from you. Right. And, quite frankly, if, if everybody wears a mask, then everybody's protected from everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I understand that there's been... <laughs> Right. A lot of a lot of people complaining about masks, and I I understand. There, everyone's not as you know in, in med school and residency. There were times I was wearing a mask 12, 14 hours a day. Yeah. Sure. And so we we sort of get used to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I still don't realize I'll be sitting in my office by myself and realize that I've not taking my mask <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. You know, until I go and try and take a drink you're, of you're my doctor. You're that guy pepper. driving down the street with it on in his yeah, car and everything. I, I mean, yeah. it, <laughs> forgot it's it, there. It's just a. But I know for a lot of people. That it is uncomfortable. Um, mm-hmm. They haven't gotten used to it. Some people yeah. just can't get used to things on yeah. their faces. Yeah, yeah. It's understandable. Um, but it, it's it really is in your best interest, yeah. at least in crowded groups. I right. think, like yeah. you were saying, when you're going into a place where there's going to be a lot of people in close proximity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, where they're doing things that maybe are spreading stuff out, uh, like singing, playing musical yep. instruments, things yep. that are literally just spraying just, liquids yeah. yep. out into the crowd. Yep. Um, it, it's always a good idea. Yep. Um, I'm in my temple's choir, and we still have to wear a mask because of that. Yeah, yeah exactly. And on sense. airplanes, I mean, I still, even though we're not required now, the last flight I took, I and my whole family, we still wore masks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it's just it's just a good idea. And I'll make that the, the official slogan for masking at Fort Meade. Yeah. It's a it's, good it's idea. It's just it's a good a idea. Sh- it's just a good idea. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. And, of course, probably the the main thing we can do, and you can still do, and you can still do on Fridays at McGill, is get a vaccination mm, get or get your booster, your booster shot yeah. and make sure that you're you're up on all of that and, as and well. And we, we are providing fourth boosters now to 
number one, people who have any sort of immune mm-hmm. compromise. Yeah. Uh, number two, people over 50 mm-hmm. uh, can get that fourth shot. And now we can provide first boosters, that third shot, uh, for children 5 to 11. This is a very interesting time of the year because we're in the middle of spring and then summer's coming and allergies are a big thing. Like everybody's sneezing, coughing. They yeah. don't know why. Yeah, Maryland's horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. <laughs> and don't, don't, please don't send me nasty emails because I said Maryland was horrible. But it's Maryland's so, allergy season is yeah. horrible. Mal- Maryland allergies are are up there. They're top tier. Right. So Sherry and I were talking about this. Is what do you do? In a time like this, like, do we test ourselves every week for COVID because we're not quite sure if it's allergies or if it's COVID? What can people do? Well, I mean, that I guess that's an that's option. That's a tough one. Uh, yeah. But that might be a little stressful for, yeah. for most people. Right. Um, a couple of things to remember. Uh, you can have similar symptoms. Absolutely. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, runny nose, kind of cold-like symptoms. Absolutely, that can happen. Um, there are going to be symptoms that you're going to see with... COVID-19 or other viral infections that you're not going to see with allergies, right? You're not going to see a fever, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, You're not going to see, you might, with allergies, you might see what we call kind of a sinus headache, right? In your cheeks, Mm -hmm. maybe right above your nose, uh, on your forehead. COVID's not going to cause headaches like that. It'll be, Mm -hmm. headaches will be more disseminated They won't be kind of focused in those little spots um, like you would see with a sinus headache. As I said, you're not going to see a fever. You're not going to see swollen lymph nodes Mm -hmm. uh, like we do with COVID. You're not, you're very rarely going to see any sort of gastric problems with sinuses. See it in some kids because they're essentially producing a lot of stuff and swallowing it. Yeah. Mm. But it's going to be unusual to see that kind of stuff. You're not going to see muscle aches. You're not going to see the extremes of fatigue. Essentially, sinus problems, allergy problems, be they mold or pollen, grass, whatever you happen to be allergic to, are going to kind of be focused on those places where you're inhaling. It'll all be in your face. It'll be above your chin. Whereas COVID-19, you're going to see symptoms disseminated throughout your body. So I understand people get concerned, and, and I'm sure a lot of the people that we have going through the CSP are coming in because they've got that sort of sinus right. headache. Yeah. And they've got, you know, and if the symptoms are, are getting pretty bad and they don't respond to normal stuff, like mm-hmm. you take a decongestant, you take an antihistamine, right. and you feel a little bit better, probably allergies. Yeah. Okay, because COVID doesn't care how many decongestants you take. It's <laughs> right. not going to make any difference. No, it doesn't. So if you've got any of those other symptoms, right? And, and of course, your personal experience, because that's what it really comes down right. to for people. Yeah. If, you, if you've been living here a couple years and you know that every May you are, your eyes are swollen shut and your nose is running <laughs> and your breath is bad and you just, you're just a horrible mess then that's probably the same thing you've had before. Yeah. Probably not okay. COVID. <laughs> it's probably not COVID. That's just you. That's just the air. Yeah. Um, I wish I could say it was. I wish I could say there was something I could do for you, but yeah. we can't. I think yeah. we all do. Um, but uh, yeah, COVID will be much more disseminated, and and it's also good to remember too that even if you were feeling bad and start feeling better, there are estimates now, and there was a lot of argument in the medical community about long COVID people who have right. symptoms mm. persisting. Yeah. 
we still have a lot of people in the medical community who maintain that it, it's not a thing. But there's a study recently came out that shows that as much as 20% of people, adults, will yeah. have symptoms of COVID, COVID, you know, at least right. related, muscle aches, the so-called brain fog, which is so hard to define, yeah. going out for at least three to four months wow. after yeah. they had symptomatic COVID infection. Yeah. Um, so it, it most likely is a real thing. Yeah. And it most likely is a very common thing. But we are seeing people recovering. We have right. seen people recover from yeah. it. So that's a good thing. On a personal level, it took my son had COVID, did not get his taste of his sense of smell back or his sense of taste very yeah, much right. back for over a year. Wow. Wow. Um, and now it's finally starting to come back. Yeah. Um, Bit into and, something spicy one day and whoop, well, there it's back. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that's, are you at my house? No. That's exactly. <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, if you have no taste, that's, you're probably yeah. eating all the foods. And then, you know, my exactly. luck, I would taste something really spicy and that's well that's when it comes back happened and then we got a puppy who wasn't house trained and my son came downstairs and asked us what was that horrible smell oh Oh, my goodness and uh so it it at first it took very very let's say forceful yeah forceful odors strong yeah (laughs) to kind of push through but you know we are we are recovering and we are seeing people recovering so it's it's good um we are seeing many many fewer deaths you know, we, uh, early on, of course, and we have had over over a million deaths now related to COVID. Right. Wow. But the rate is dropping off all the time. As yeah. And you can see if, if you actually draw the charts out, which is, of course, what we do all right. day long. Yep. As the rate of vaccination climbs, the rate of death drops. Yeah. So vaccines are still your first best protection. They are safe. They yep. are effective. We are giving boosters soon. Uh, we will likely be doing vaccinations for uh, even very young children. Um, it'll be very low dose, and it will be th- most likely three doses right. is, is what the pharmaceutical companies are trying to that, – that is the, the pattern that yeah. they're working with. Very low dose over th- three injections. Yep. So we're hoping that comes through. That will not be done at McGill if that happens, because we don't want to try and give shots to babies yeah. uh, yes. in the middle of an auditorium. Right. We'll, yeah. do, we'll do children. Yeah, Babies are, you know, as, as my pediatrician friends say, they are not just small adults. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. right. There's plenty more involved. Yeah. And, right. Uh, Absolutely. Let, let, the, let the people who are specialized in these things handle that. Yeah. Absolutely. But... Um, for those who are smaller adults and adults, we can go to McGill right yes. now. You just take your yeah. vaccination card over there and you fill out a form. Right. I think when I did my booster, it took less than it took 20 minutes, 15 right. minutes because I had right. to sit there. Right. We're, and the rest of it was just filling it out and getting the card. And that was, that it. was it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I know people, especially the ones who at the height of it got their shots. We were we were doing over a thousand shots a day at yeah, McGill. Yeah. Wow. At one point. Now we're doing. A hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and granted, we have a a smaller staff sure. as yeah. well, but the wait is is very short. Yeah. Yep. You can come in, get it done over lunch. If you have kids in school, we're there until sixteen hundred. So if they get off at fifteen hundred, you get there. If you're there by you know fifteen hundred, we're or by fifteen thirty or whenever mm-hmm. you can get there, we're not gonna kick people out that are in right. when we close the doors yeah. at sixteen hundred. We'll right. continue to get. You know, everybody done. 
I, I do want to remind people, though, that the longest portion is that we still require you to wait. Even if yep. it's a booster, you still have yep. to wait with us for 15 minutes yep. to make sure there's no allergic reaction. Right. right. Okay. We haven't had too many of those, but we have had some. We've had two or three people who we've had to actually send out to be evaluated, get an Whoa. ambulance, send them to the hospital to be evaluated. We've only had one person we've had to give the epi, epi shots yeah. to, thankfully. Just the one, and uh, but we have had a, a couple other people who we were concerned enough about that. Yeah, we yeah. we wanted them to yeah. be someplace where just hang out for fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah. Be around medical why. professionals yeah. Yeah. that yeah. if yeah. something goes wrong, that yeah. they can help. Yeah. The best stay, place to be is. Yeah, I'm I'm very interesting. I'm happy to sit and chat. With you. <laughs> Tell jokes, whatever you need. <laughs> there you go. Uh, lots, so, so he's offering free entertainment when you, go. you go. So you know, make sure you ask. Make sure he's when, there when you always when bear, you bear in mind free entertainment is you get what you pay for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, Lieutenant Colonel Wallace, thank you for for being here today and giving us this information and reminding us of where we are. Uh, real quick, what's your what's your last bit of advice, comment to folks listening when it comes to COVID? I, I would. And I, and I know this is something that uh, people don't want to hear, but things are getting worse. Yeah. I would expect if, if things don't start improving uh, very, very shortly, we should expect both here on post mm-hmm. as well as in the outside community, yep. out in Anne Arundel, out in Howard County, wherever you happen to be, that the leadership there will start reinforcing some of the COVID restrictions. I doubt we will ever find our way back into the sort of full lockdown yeah, that right. we were at before. But small things like control of, of the number of people in right. a building, you know, reducing total capacities, wearing masks indoors. I, I do think that that is probably going to come back and it's probably gonna come back sooner rather than later. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just ask you, please, when you're, and this is for my, my own, because I'm one of these people, <laughs> When you have people, when when and if this does happen, the people who are going to be asking you to do this are asking you to do it because we care about you. Yeah, right. We're not asking you to do it because we're just trying to be problems and to make your life difficult. It's to protect you, to protect other people. And, and a lot of times the people asking you to do it are just this poor guy who just happens to work there. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. He's he the ha- messenger. He happens to work at the fast food place and don't, don't give him too hard a time. Just right. please, uh, you know, putting a mask on is so super easy. We've all been doing it for two years. Right. You should have, you should have worked. The skill yeah. should be long to <laughs> you yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. And if we take some initiative ourselves and we do the work and when, you know, when we go into those crowded places, we wear our masks. And if we do the things we're supposed to do on our own, then, then perhaps we can prevent it. We yeah. will prevent, we will not only help, you know, the COVID numbers go down, but we will also prevent being forced right. to have to wear a mask everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. so, you know, as always, you know, come, come get vaccinated. It's, yeah. it's free. It's easy. It's simple. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, as well as iTunes. We're also on divotub.net if you search Fort Meade Declassified.